0: Disney exec vows more gay characters. We now have a non-binary drag queen in the Department of Energy. And Biden recently said transgender people are made in the image of God. Do you believe we are in the war for the soul of the United States of America? We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy It's Open Line Thursday. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling 1-877-363-8463. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're excited you've joined us today. As I said, we're doing a special open line today on Thursday. It's normally on Friday, and we are adding one for today. So you can join us by calling 877-IN-TIME. It's 877-363-8463. What we'll talk about is going to be determined by what you want to talk about. But we do have a few stories to get to. First, there's some unbelievable things happening in the United States of America and around the world. And a lot of times, you know, people start questioning what's going to happen in the future. And I did want to mention that, you know, God did give us a timeline of events from the beginning all the way through eternity. And as the end approaches, we are going to witness the establishment of the kingdom of the Antichrist, which is going to include a lot more of this stuff that we see going on right now. Uh, We'll witness the false prophet coming onto the scene But in the midst of all that, we're also going to witness unprecedented revival and so much more. Now, I want you to know that you, yes, you, not talking to your spouse or your neighbor or your friend. I'm talking about you. You have the ability to pinpoint where we are on God's timeline. You can understand how you fit in and you can be filled with hope in God's plan for the future, so you can get rid of all that worry. So get assurance by watching our brand new video. It's called The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Now this month only, you can pre-order, and it's going to be a free copy of The Future According to Bible Prophecy. It's a DVD. Uh, You can get this for free when you give a gift of any amount, and it's going to ship in May. So if you pre-order today, it will ship next month. Go to com slash future or call 800 endtime to be one of the first to receive our brand new DVD. All right. Lots going on, like I said. Lots to worry about, according to some. But you don't have to be worried about the future. (laughs) Doug, aren't you glad that you don't have to be worried about it?
1: I am glad. I
0: know you're not worried. I know you and I, we like to talk about conspiracies. Yeah. Not as not we don't go as deep on the air as we do in private conversations, but we enjoy a good theory,
1: yeah, sure,
0: as well as facts yeah. as well as the Bible. and um, you know, in spite of all that, you know there's a lot of people that are like us that are very scared and worried about who's going to be president and how that's going to affect you know so many different things and they get worried about it. And I'm just thankful that, you know, I can say that I'm on the Lord's side. And because I'm on his side, come what may, Yeah, I'm, I don't have to be worried.
1: Absolutely not.
0: I live a pretty worry-free life. <laughs> I've got a lot of chaos going on in my life personally. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but I've you're
0: got, worry-free. I, I do. I live a pretty yeah. worry-free life because you know what? I'm looking at all this stuff going, I can't control that. I can't control this. I can't control that. Why am I going to stay up all night worried about what I can't control?
1: Yeah, there's no point.
0: Now, if I talk stupid to my wife or if I come home late and I don't have a good explanation, if I stay all, out all night with the guys.
1: <laughs> I know you don't do that.
0: I don't do that. <laughs> but if I did. Yeah. What was I getting out there?
1: <laughs> you would have a worry freak, or you would have a, a lack. of worry I can worry control about. those things. Okay, yeah. There you go. And if I do all that and I don't
0: have a good discipline life in that regard, I should be worried about the consequences. But man,
1: there's stuff I can't control and I'm not going to get caught up in it. Well, I mean, that goes back to what Jesus said about where you have your foundation built. You know, if your foundation's built upon the shifting sand, you're going to have trouble. But if it's built firmly upon the rock, uh, which is jesus christ then you don't have to worry about these things what if it's built firmly on the rock and a big storm comes he's going to see you through that storm he's cancer comes him. yeah
0: war comes to your
1: country right dictatorship comes to your country mm-hmm. he's the same god on the mountain as he is in the valleys Vince. so absolutely you know, if he did it before he can do it again that's absolutely right so yeah he didn't say we wouldn't have trouble he said he'd be with us through that time of trouble. So.
0: You know, and that's, that's one thing that people get caught up on is, you know, I, I know we're not talking about the great tribulation today, but I'm going to throw it in here. You know, because people hit us with that a lot is, you know, God wouldn't beat his bride. Right. God wouldn't put us through tribulation, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but we know that's not what's happening according to Scripture. Right. Um. And we don't have to be caught up in all that right and so you know we're going to go through some stuff mm-hmm. we see in the bible they went through some stuff absolutely you think dealing with a roman government was a cakewalk yeah you think dealing with the pharisees and the sadducees when you're on jesus's side and you just watched <laughs> them allow him to be crucified you yeah. think that was easy to witness Mm-mm. no you think it was easy to be arrested And beaten and said, don't preach in the name of Jesus. No. And then you get out of there and you go, I'm going to preach in the name of Jesus.
1: What else can I do? I got to do what I got to do.
0: That wasn't easy. (laughs) No.
1: We're not going to have a cakewalk. We're not called to comfort. Well, 11 of the 12 disciples were martyred. You know, I mean, and we we look at that. I think here in America, we really look at it and we think, oh, it's not going to happen to us. I mean, we got it great here. But look at the demographics of this country changing. And look at what's happening, and you know we're we're witnessing maybe the demise of the way of life that we've known for so long. When well, on top of that, Jesus is a lot bigger than our country. Amen.
0: I, I get caught up thinking about our brothers and sisters in China, mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters in Iran, yeah, our brothers and sisters in Russia, Ukraine, on and on and on. Yeah, that don't have the comforts we have. Right. When I look at Scripture, I'm not seeing where. Once you're saved, you're going to become a millionaire and live a comfortable life. That's not what happens. No. You know, we get saved. Maybe if you're in a megachurch, maybe. Well, (laughs) and probably not even there if we start being honest. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's not what Jesus was talking about. And so the future is something that we don't have to be concerned about in a worrisome way we're already up on the break but i thought we were going to be talking for a couple minutes (laughs) rambling um all right well we are going to get into some stories that are pretty unbelievable about uh drag queens in the white house and more so you don't want to miss uh we're also taking your calls 877-363-8463 is the number to join us Right now, there are tens of thousands of Jewish immigrants stranded in Ukraine as Russia invades city after city with no regard for human life. 3,000 Jews are ready to return to Israel today. The need for evacuation, shelter, flights, and emergency housing, nearly $10 million. The Jews in Ukraine need your help. If half of you gave just $250 toward this need, it would be met in full today. Please consider giving to help Jews safely escape Ukraine. To give or learn more, go to intime.com/ukraine or call 800-INTIME. That's slash ukraine or 800-363-8463.
3: Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
1: Here we go.
0: Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It's Open Line Thursday. Call us at 1-877-363-8463. That's one 877 time Before we share our first story and get to our first calls here we do want to remind you that our new lesson, The Future, is out. It's only been out for um, two, this is day three. So we're very excited. Um, you know, I've been telling God we need millions of people to view this lesson, um, you know, because this is going to help people find hope and peace. And he already knows that, I know. But I've just been reminding him just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right now it's available for a donation of any amount. So when you give a donation of any amount by going to slash future, we'll send you this DVD for absolutely free. You know, some people have given $5, some people have given $1,000. It's whatever the Spirit lays on your heart. That's what we're praying for. We want you to be blessed by this lesson. And so to help us cover the cost, we're making it available for a donation of any amount. And uh, it can be totally yours for free uh, today. So go to slash future or call 800 endtime. And uh, by the way, this is a pre-order, so it will ship in uh, May. Today is April. It's in April now. I forget the months these days, but uh, mm-hmm. it will ship in May. So be sure to do that. We do have the trailer posted at endtime.com slash future, so you can go there and check it out. It's it's really great. All right, Doug. What's going on in the United States? We've got Disney proclaiming... Oh, man, I think it was, I can't remember the percentage she gave, but... Many more gay characters. Mm -hmm. Don't get me started on that, Doug. I'll get myself in some trouble if I get on the Disney thing. I know. That bothers me, too. We've got a non-binary drag queen Mm -hmm. in the Department of Energy. Yeah. And Biden recently said transgender people are made in the image of God. Now, that one's controversial, Doug. I know. (laughs) We better hit that real quick. Yeah. Isn't everybody made
1: in the image of God? Well, you know what the Bible says, Vince? God, oh, well, it says a lot. God made man and he made woman. Okay. He didn't make man to be a woman. He didn't make woman to be a man. He made man and he made woman. And that's how we procreate. So that's God's stance on it. Yes, as a human being, we're made in the image of God. But when we start to alter that image, that's when I think we fall short of the image of God and The God that Biden's talking about may be a different God than the God that... Well, he's Catholic. Surely it's the God of the Bible. Well, yeah. Surely it is. But no, not when he starts making comments like that. Because what he's saying, Vince, (laughs) in there is that in their transgenderism, they're the image of God. That's not true. That's, That's what he's implying there. That he sees them and he recognizes them. And I recognize them too, but... It's not right what the way that they're living their life. It's not right also that this is being pushed on us as this is supposed to be a normal situation. Uh, When our government is standing there saying that if you say anything against this, you're going to be charged with a hate crime. And that's kind of where we're going with this. It kind of reminds me of the story that when I was a little kid, we read the emperor has no clothes. You remember that story about the emperor going through town and nobody could say that he didn't have any clothes? They had told him that he was wearing this beautiful robe and all these great clothes and he was actually naked. But mm-hmm. nobody could say that because if they did, you got in big trouble. So you couldn't state the obvious. I know a lot of people that way. Though. That's kind of where we are now, Vince. Unfortunately, not naked, but headed in this direction with transgenderism and transhumanism and Trans everything is. So, so we're highlighting that, not because
0: we're, we're saying that even people that have chosen to be transgender... Oh, you know, that's not politically correct either, Doug. That's, a, that's an offensive statement I just made involuntarily. Um, but I don't have anything else to say. So mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they chose to be transgender, they're made in the image of God because they're human. But mm-hmm. it's the transgenderism that biden's highlighting there right and so that's what we're talking about not necessarily that they're not human right okay well make sure that's clear because you know how it goes yeah i know how it goes so so biden said that right
1: yes does that make biden evil (laughs) i'm not answering that (laughs) on the air anymore all right should we get to the story or we get to the calls uh hey man whatever you want to do you go (laughs) You're on a roll, so I'll just follow your lead.
0: All right. Well, let's hit this (laughs) Disney story real quick. Um, uh, A Disney executive vowed more inclusivity. I can't say that word right now. I'm too worked up. In its productions, as the entertainment giant works to make underrepresented groups, such as racial minorities and the LGBTQ community, account for at least 50% of its regular characters by the end of the year. 50%.
1: That's half. So there you go. That is half.
0: All right. Um, By the end of the year. (laughs) Carrie Burke, president of Disney's General Entertainment Content, said the company must do more to make its content more inclusive in a company-wide Zoom call Monday that was later posted on Twitter. Now, that was a few Mondays ago, I believe. She says, I am here as a mother of two queer children. Um, one transgender child and one pansexual child, and also as a leader. Burke said she supports featuring many, many characters who are LGBTQIA, which stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer or questioning, intersex, and asexual or allies. Now, as we learned on this show live on the air, that uh, intersex people do not want to be lumped into that group. Right. But nonetheless, that is the acronym, mm-hmm. and that's, I'm just reading the story. I'm not right. telling
1: people that's what and it is. And that's not the whole story. We kind of reduced it because we're just kind of talking about these on on the surface. But the the bad thing about it is this is Disney events, and there's a lot of people who, I mean, I grew up on Disney. I, I grew up watching Bambi and you know shows like that when I was a little kid, and it's changed dramatically since that time, or has it? I don't know. Or has it? But but here's the thing is they have experienced since this story broke, which was like a week ago actually, they've experienced a lot of people that have canceled their Disney subscriptions to their online stuff. So, um, you know, it, it's got to hurt them a little bit. Uh, I was talking with uh, one of the guys here in time before the show today and we were talking about it and he actually threw a number out there. He said that he read and he hadn't confirmed that that was right yet, but... It's a bunch of money. So that's got to affect them at least a little bit. I know Disney owns a lot of different organizations. I think they're ESPN and a whole lot of other uh, news medias and things. But I mean, it's I think it's time that we start saying, look, stop feeding this to our kids. And so anyway well it it's very difficult to get worked up about it and then go home and watch it with your children right you can't do that
0: It's really hard to get worked yeah. up about it and then take them there for vacation,
1: yeah, exactly. Should
0: I keep going i'm this is I, a weird I mean, day for me don't I know maybe you should stop
1: i don't know what's going on,
0: but <laughs> uh, i'm just sick of people saying one thing and then doing another, yeah, I hate it when I do that, yeah. and I hate it when other people do it. Yeah, and it really gets me going when when people say it and get so worked up about somebody else that's doing the same thing they're doing. Yeah. But in a little different way. Right. Emperor has no clothes. They can't see themselves for right. what's going on, but boy, I can spot it in you real quick. Yeah. And so that gets me going. <laughs> you know, the well, whole I can't believe Disney would do this. And then you go home and watch Modern Family. Yeah. Or whatever the show is this week. I don't know what it is, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Splinter
1: out of your brother's eye and the log in yours. Right?
0: All right. Well, we better get to the calls, yeah. break some of this up, and get us out of, uh, <laughs> I don't know how deep we're into cancel culture at this point, but nonetheless, let's go to Arthur in Missouri. Arthur, welcome to End of the Age.
4: Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, can you hear me okay?
0: <clears throat> Loud and clear.
4: Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question about the uh, sixth trumpet war, but since we're on such a <clears throat> a good downhill roll, I don't. Uh, you know, I wanted to point out, you know, that uh, what one of the signature events where uh, that opened the floodgates, like to, um, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I, okay, uh, gay marriage was you know the Supreme Court decision I forget what year it was it was a 5 to 4 decision of you know, justice Anthony Kennedy was the <clears throat> swing vote <clears throat> so basically what they did they struck down uh California proposition 8 which had uh <clears throat> which was intended to re <coughs> oh excuse me <coughs> oh sorry about that it's starting to sound Something like me sound Arthur
0: like.
4: <laughs> yeah so anyway Proposition eight in California affirmed the traditional marriage is between a man and a woman. And then when this got struck down by uh Anthony Kennedy uh the, on a five to four vote, who was appointed by Ronald Reagan instead of Bork? You know, that, that kinda opened the floodgates. You want to comment on that?
1: <laughs> I I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, I agree. That did kind of open the floodgates and then we had President Obama when he said that he was going to fundamentally change America. He That was part of his agenda. You remember that he lit up the White House with the rainbow colors, uh, you know, and that was the first time that that had ever been done, and it was a shock to a lot of people when they saw the White House lit up in rainbow colors in support of gay marriage.
4: I guess it just shows how important, you know, like uh, the latest appointment to the Supreme Court is, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like, you know, that. I mean, we're headed right down that same path with uh, this judge that they just appointed, you know, that can't define what a woman is. She's a woman, but she can't define does what a woman is. Does she identify as a woman? I think she does. How I'm, can you identify as a woman if you don't know what a woman is? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question,
0: Vince. You got me there? <laughs> they should have had me there asking some questions. There you go. Well, Arthur, what was your question about the Six Trumpet War?
4: Okay, yeah, okay. Well, more fun and games. You're going to like this. Now, did you – maybe Irvin talked about this, but did you realize that World War II started in September of 1939, which was a, you know, a a seventh or sabbatical or Shemitah year and very close to the Feast of Trumpets? And um, since the Sixth Trumpet War – Since we are also in a sabbatical year, um, uh, you know, I think we should be on high, I'm not saying it will happen, but we should be on high alert this September for possibly the sixth trumpet war.
0: I I mean, I think uh, we've been on high alert for many, many years, Arthur, at this point. I agree with you, but, you know, we've been saying for a long time, It's really looking like it. And, man, every year it seems like it's looking like it even more. So we are Mm -hmm. on high alert and hoping to get everybody else on high alert. Mm -hmm.
1: And there are a lot of prophecies that were (laughs) fulfilled on feast days. So you never know. I mean, you're right. It could happen this year. We could see it happen. We could see it before that, but we could definitely see it around there. We are not saying that, though, so please don't start sending emails saying, did you guys say it's going to start in September? Because that's not what we're saying. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It could.
4: Yeah, yeah, would. Yeah, I, I thought it <clears throat> could be more than just a coincidence. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, um, but you know, when when they um, it it's it says in I believe that's Revelation chapter nine. It says they will dry up the Tigris and Euphrates rivers for the armies of the north to go south. So. It's definitely going to involve Israel, and it's going to look like Armageddon. It's not Armageddon, but it's going to look like it to a lot of people, you know, because they'll they'll probably attack Israel from the north. Well, thank you for
0: your call, Arthur. We appreciate you inserting that perspective, and um, you know, it's another thing to add to the list of things to be uh, on alert regarding World War III. We have a lot of information about that. Uh, that we've done over the years, and Dave just did a program yesterday about the entrance ramp for the Antichrist, so if you missed that, go check it out. All right, let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to Into the Age. Joe, are you there? You You're live.
5: Can you, you look terrific.
0: Thank you. I thought you'd say that.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it,
0: Joe. Didn't did my hair just for you, Joe.
5: Yeah, you did a good job.
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Well, I've, I've gone through a few weeks of hell, almost died, but the mm-hmm. Lord is bringing me through it. But you see, I'm listening to what you guys are talking about, and you're trying to sort out insanity. Stop and think about that. You're trying to sort out insanity. You've got a mindless person in the White House. He doesn't I, I'm, I'm, I think he has someone tying his shoes at this point but that's neither here nor there. The stuff that's going on is demonic yeah sin is sin is sin. we try to analyze it and we'll drive ourselves crazy. So my word to the body of Christ is we have to stand strong, raise our voices against the insanity. I don't know who started the insanity at, at Disney because like Doug was saying years ago, it was a very wholesome organization. Well, that's gone out the window. That's gone. The things that they're preaching are vile. You can't use nice words to say it. It's vile. All the LGBTQHT, whatever they want to call themselves, there's two reasons, mental illness or oppression of the devil. And us who have our lives hidden in Messiah Christ, we have to raise our voices and stand against it. It's just like what's going on in the school systems. They're trying to indoctrinate five-year-olds about sex education. Right. I, 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 are you crazy? Yeah. Who, who told these teachers they can teach a five-year-old about sex? Where did that come from? That's insane. What happened to reading and writing and arithmetic? Right. They're trying to. They're, they're trying to subjugate the. The parents, they're trying to destroy the American family and us that know the truth. Because here's the bottom line. The only truth comes from Messiah Jesus. Mm -hmm. Unless we receive the baptism of Holy Spirit, as you guys know, you know, you're walking on insanity. Joe, I've got to
0: cut you off. Thank you so much for your call. We always love your perspective. (laughs) We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break and get to the rest of our calls. Stay tuned for more.
2: Or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue
1: today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It is Open line Thursday. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-ENTIME-877-363-8463. We're very excited to announce that after, oh, I guess it's been a little over two years now that we've not been able to take a group over to Israel. That is now possible. And our tour has launched for registration. So you can go to endtime.com slash tour, learn more. We would love for you to join us on a trip over to Israel. It's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be an emotional time, too. This is our first tour in Israel ever without Irvin Baxter. And so, you know, another one of those um, milestones that we will walk through together. And so I appreciate your prayers during this time. And, um, you know, it's kind of a monumental trip as well. So if you've been wondering um, if you would want to go on one, this would be a great one to go on because... There'll never be one like this one, the first one without Irvin Baxter. So uh, learn more about that at endtime.com slash tour. Doug, you've been, and I think you want to go again.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd love to go back sometime. But, you know, the the really cool thing about it, Vince, is that that Dave saw the need traveling with Brother Baxter so many times. He saw the need to be able to learn everything and, and to have that information that Brother Baxter had, you know, just in his his mind and his heart and so dave would like be brother baxter's shadow on those tours so that he could just soak up all that information and that knowledge that uh pastor baxter had about that and and so they're gonna love it going with dave he brings a different excitement to it a different kind of demeanor about it and i think that you'll really enjoy it going with dave and Jenna. and i don't know who else i Sister Baxter may go as well.
0: She may. It's a 12-day trip, and, you know, everyone, it's in September. Um, folks want to know if you have to be vaccinated. No, you do not. Israel's lifted those restrictions. I do believe that they still require you to test negative for COVID uh, when you get there. But you do not have to be vaccinated. You do not have to provide proof of vaccination. So we have more details on all that at endtime.com tour. All right, Doug, let's share this story briefly about the Department of Energy because it's kind of the title of the show that we've highlighted, Drag Queens in the White House. So we right. better at least, before we get to the calls, I know the lines are filling up, but before we get there, we should maybe highlight this. Are, there's, are there points in here that maybe you, we want to hit on? I know there's some photos of this. Is this right?
1: Yeah, that, we definitely want to show what this, um, what they look like. <laughs> What he looks like. He, they, uh, what are you saying? I'm saying that's what he wants to be called. But anyway, we is definitely, we just need to show the picture while we read the article. But I made it as short as I could, so uh, I tried to shorten it up a little bit. Oh, you want to read important. the whole thing? Yeah, just let's talk about who he is and what his background is, I guess. All right, all right. So Sam Brinton. Yeah, let's see the picture. There you go. There's our picture. And who is this guy? This is... Herb. This is him. This is the nuclear energy. This is Department they. Guy.
0: His, his. Yeah. The yeah. pronouns that that he wishes to go by are they, them.
1: Yes. So oh, Sam Brenton.
0: Sam Brenton, and he's a deputy assistant secretary of spent fuel and waste Dis- disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy for the Department of Energy.
1: Mm-hmm. What else, Doug? Well, he spends his weekends being a drag queen, so I mean I guess maybe So he doesn't
0: look that way during the I'm week. I'm sure
1: I'm sure he doesn't walk around work like that. I mean I'm almost sure. I would I don't know. He may We need some photos from I, inside to see. Man, I don't know. This is really difficult for me to to deal with, I'm sorry. So Why anyway, is that? It's just not normal for me, Vince. I'm not used to seeing men dressed up like that, so it's kinda odd for me, but anyway. Well, we can say that he does have
6: Brenton, credentials.
0: Brenton has years-long experience in nuclear waste management, mm-hmm. climate change, LGBTQ activism, and youth mentorship. Mentoring youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a graduate of MIT with dual master's degree in nuclear energy and technology and policy programming. Brenton yeah. has been unapologetic about activism as well as life as a drag performer. Mm -hmm. And as one of the loudest voices fighting to end conversion therapy as the founder of the 50 Bills, 50 States campaign. So so Brenton is in meetings at the White House Mm -hmm. about our energy situation, about potentially fuel prices.
1: I don't know what all he has to do with it. Why are are we highlighting this today? Because it's odd to me that we are celebrating this and and giving people positions within our government like this. I mean, first of all, we have our health official who is a man living life as a woman. Uh, There's also, I'm sure, many other people within the government. But I just, Vince, this is really difficult for me because... I mean, those pictures that we just showed were tame compared to some of them that are out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't show the ones, some of them that's out there. But I, I just, uh, don't ask, don't tell was a good thing, I think, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well,
0: um, yeah, I don't know what to say either. Though. I know, I'm dumbfounded. Do right we now. just give up on this on this, on Brenton? Now, is this somebody I mean, we should pray for or I, we just, is it a man, hopeless we,
1: cause? We need to pray for all these people that are so mixed up. You know, there, there's a scripture in Isaiah, and Isaiah 5, that says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's kind of what we're seeing. That's kind of where we are. That's kind of what's happening right now in our world is things that, the Bible tells us are wrong is, is being portrayed as this is the right way of life. And people that speak out against this, they're the ones that are wrong. They're evil and they're hate mongers. And so it's, this scripture is actually living out in our world right now. You know, there's other scripture in the Bible that says in the last days, it's going to be like Noah's time. It's going to be like Lot's time. And we know that that was a very ungodly time. And we're watching uh, our government... Who This government was built and based upon Christian morals and values, but we're seeing that. That's one of the things that Obama wanted to change. President Obama wanted to fundamentally change America. He wanted to twist all that up, and he's doing a great job of it. If you saw the, the speech the other day where President Biden's wandered around by himself while Obama's over there and everybody's flocked to him, and, and you see who's, who's really respected... Right now, and it feels like maybe somebody else pulling the strings here because it kind of seems like the same agenda when he was vice President as it is now, even President Obama called him Vice President Joe Biden yesterday in that speech, so very interesting. anyway, don't get me started. Vince I can go off real easy here. Well, we got calls to get to let's we do that. need to pray for these people we do need to pray for these this people. you know we're
0: not trying to spread hate mm mm We're not trying to, you know, highlight anything in a negative way, like trying to bash these people. That's not Mm -hmm. our intent. Because you and I both know homosexual people. You and I both are connected to people that are just off when it comes to some of these things. And we don't hate them. Mm -mm. We still love them. And we kind of hit on that a few weeks ago. And, And, you know, we got a lot of encouraging words about that and we got some hate about it too and that's okay um, but we're committed to loving people praying for people um, and we're just highlighting this because we know that things like this are going to happen more and more in the last days it's right. it's kind of like a story about war in the Middle East All right. we know that's coming before the second coming we know things like this are going to happen more and more before the second coming and so Uh, Open your eyes. The end is not coming. The end time is now. Mm -hmm. And we just can't wait for things to develop and Jesus to return. Mm -hmm. And we get to live forever with him. This is an exciting time.
1: Yes, it is. But it's
0: a time that should drive us to prayer. Right. And to loving these people and getting them part of his kingdom, God's kingdom. I just uh, want to
1: make sure that everybody is paying attention to what's going on. There you go. Because we gotta wake up and start teaching truth and we gotta teach our kids truth and we gotta pull our kids out of the world that we live in right now because they wanna get in their mind, they wanna get in their hearts, and they wanna change the way those children think. And children are the most vulnerable and that's who they're going after. And these these folks like this, that this guy is he mentors children. I would not want him mentoring my child or my grandchild or any child or Or any child
0: all right let's get to naomi in florida naomi welcome to end of the age
7: thank you for taking my call how are you guys today
0: we are well how are you
7: oh wonderful um first i i want to point out that this this type of lifestyle it's not new it's been around since bible times and Mm -hmm. if you look back in Sodom of gomorrah it was one of the last things that God, before he destroyed the, the city, is one of the last things that was talked about. Um, but it's not only Disney that's doing this. Disney is doing this in retaliation to Governor DeSantis. And um, they're calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill. But what Governor DeSantis is trying to do is give the training authority back to the parents. And it's truly a war, as you were saying, it's a war for our children because they are the future. And so I'm wanting to know, it seems like the church as a whole is kind of being silent about all of this, Um, just kind of like they were in World War II when atrocities were going on. Do you think that that is the right thing to do for the church and to just keep praying, or do you think that there is more that we can be doing? Um, within our communities to try to put a stop to this.
0: Did you not think we were already in enough trouble, Naomi?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Doug, you better go first. (laughs) Well, Naomi, I believe that we can do things in our community. I mean, there are parents that are standing up at at board meetings, at school board meetings. I mean, we can do many different things other than, um, you know, just kind of watch this happen. We can have prayer vigils. I remember a time where we were in an area on a mission trip and there was a school that was uh, being targeted by a local gang. Uh, They were coming there and they were kind of initiating these kids in this gang and everything. And we as Christians went there, laid hands on that church building and prayed and just had a prayer vigil over that church. Uh, that was a powerful statement to that community, and it helped that community to kind of get rallied behind what we did on that mission trip. So, I mean, that that kind of thing we can do. We can go to school board meetings. We can go to city council meetings. There's a bunch of different ways that we can get involved politically uh, to express that we believe that these Christian values need to continue to be in our schools and, and these uh agendas that are being taught to our kids need to be taken out of those schools. And we can do that peacefully, and we can do that as Christians.
7: Correct. And I do agree that we we need to stay as peaceful as we can. Um, but the Bible says it doesn't just say, live peacefully with all men. It says, if at all possible, live peacefully with all men. And it seems like they are truly attacking our children. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> As a parent, I, I have four children in the school system. Uh, one thing I do believe is that we need to still be a light in our communities and still be a light in our school, not just totally pull them out. But how do we... I'm having this trouble with the balance.
0: Naomi, we're, we got to go to a break, but we'll, we'll hold you Let's over start. and talk a little bit more on the other side. Uh, we'll be right back. We do have open lines at 877-IN-TIME. 877-363-8463. Give us a
1: call.
6: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. We have a few open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Today is open line Thursday. So we're talking about what you want to talk about. So give us a call. We would love to hear from you. I do want to remind you again that our newest lesson, The Future According to Bible Prophecy, is now available for pre-order. You can pre-order it right now for a gift of any amount. So go to endtime.com slash future. And get your copy today. There's a trailer there you can watch to get a little more familiar with what is in the lesson. So do that today. Uh, you won't regret it. All right. Uh, we came upon a break when we were talking to Naomi on the phone. Naomi, you said that you were um, concerned about where we are with children being targeted. And you want to know if the church should be silent about it or if that's the wrong approach. Is that a fair summary?
7: Yes. Um, like I said, I agree with being peaceful. Do not misunderstand. I'm, I'm not talking about writing or anything. But how can we, as a church body, be more vigilant in combating this? Because I believe that sitting on the sidelines right now is not totally the best approach either.
0: Well, what do you mean by the church?
7: Um, well, we're, we're part of the UPCI, but... Um, UPCI, PAW, um, all of the apostolic organizations. How can we? Because there's, there's truly millions of us globally. Um, how can we come up against this?
0: So when I start thinking about this kind of stuff, I drill down a little further. You know, I represent the church. You know, mm-hmm. you represent the church, and so I start in my home. Right, and I go, man. What does the home look like? Right. I think it would be a travesty if I started trying to tell people how to clean their home, and I haven't cleaned up my own home first. Yes, sir. And so I've got to start with me. I've got to look at me. How how am I doing things, and how can I do things a little bit better? Now, for me personally, I'm not sending my kids to schools where they're going to teach about all sorts of who knows what. Right? We we do know what. I'm not sending them there. So that's a personal choice that I, that my wife and I have made prayerfully, and we've prepared to be able to do that. Um, we have sacrificed, and we have had a plan and worked the plan, and we've got it to where she's going to homeschool our children, and I'll jump in and help in every way that I can while I work a full-time job. And so mm-hmm. that's one sacrifice that we've made uh, in an effort to combat such a thing. Um, I'm not sending my kids off to certain things you know you know i don't care how much people tell me that they need socialized in these circles different things like that god put these children in my life to care for them and to nurture them in his ways and so i'm not sending them off to wherever i'm not letting them go to the movies with their friends and pick whatever they want to watch i'm not doing that so i've got to work on me and look at that so that's where i always start And I, and it seems like when we start looking that way and encouraging people to look internally first, a lot of this stuff starts clearing up because our homes start getting right. And dads start being dads and good husbands and these sorts of things. They start reading the Bible with their children and praying with their children and doing these sort of things. And, and you become light in the world and you still go to out in the world. You're not isolating from society, But you're going out in the world and being light just like Jesus walked through and did. And so that's where I start. I'm probably not qualified or ready to speak on behalf of a religious organization and what they should be doing. But I know that for me, we're living, we're trying to live out our life as light in this world. Um, And that means if you're gay or if you murdered someone in your past or if you've raped someone in your past, um, you know, I'm going to try to love you and help you see Jesus. And, um, you know, that's what I'm committed to doing. And so that's what I try to help other people do that are uh, wanting to make an impact on our world.
7: And that's, that's really good. But at the same time, and I'm not, please don't take this as argumentative, um, I also believe that if we just pull our child, all of our children out, you know, giving them good foundations at home, of course, getting them to church, not letting sports take over their lives, not, and as you said, the social life, um, not going to the movies, and even taking some streaming away from them. But if we take all of our children out, who's going to be a light in these schools? And that's, And that's one of the reasons that my husband and I you know, have our children in, you know, it's a charter school. It's not a total public school, but it's a charter school, and we put them there and we teach them. You know, love people no matter what their background, and they they know the plan of salvation. But
0: if my children time, were in those schools, then I would get involved in every single thing I possibly could in those schools to influence right. all that stuff. And so, as a church. I mean, I think that's what we're called to do. So if my kids are in those schools, I'm getting engaged. If um, you know, if I'm part of some club, you know, if I want to join the Lions Club or whatever to be volunteering, then I'm going to go do everything I possibly can to influence all the people associated with it. And so that's what I would encourage everyone to do. I think the church needs to step up and be engaged in the community. There's a lot of ways that we can do that. And so, you know, I don't think we're called to be isolated and hide under a rock. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. So go be in the world, but don't live your life like the world lives your life. And that's what I think the church has to do. And by that, I mean me and you and everybody else that's in the church. As far as religious organizations, you'll have to call them and ask them what they're doing because I can't speak for them. And they probably got a pretty good answer ready to go for you.
7: Our uh, um, really last question, how um, can we as individuals, um, we know God is coming back soon and the last days are here, um, but how can we be more prepared financially? What would be the best way financially to be prepared in the very last days?
0: Boy, if we do, we would be billionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we teach living by faith. You know, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but the old saying goes, we know who holds tomorrow, and so do what you know to do today. Trust God, have faith, and when tomorrow comes, He's going to take care of you. And He probably is not going to take care of you by putting $10 billion in your bank account. Oh,
7: no, no, no. You're probably going to have to step
0: out (laughs) in faith and trust God. Mm -hmm. You know, there's sometimes when Jesus sent the disciples without any money, And there's sometimes when he sent them with money. And so um, we are walking by faith. And uh, I think that you should prepare and be ready and do all these things. I'm not opposed to preparation. Um, I'm not opposed to any of that. I believe in being wise with your finances, not being stupid. Um, So I encourage people to be wise. But at the same time, I don't have the answer for what the end time monetary system looks like and how to be best prepared for that, other than
1: trusting okay. God. That's all right. Doug, do you have the answer? Matthew 6. Seek ye Seek first ye the first. kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you.
0: Naomi, we appreciate your call and enjoyed the conversation with you. God bless you, and we'll be praying that God leads you and gives you wisdom from above as you navigate the circumstances that you have. God bless you. All right. Let's go to uh, Maurice in Texas. Maurice, welcome to End of the Age. Yes, hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Hello, Doug. uh, A couple of y'all today. Uh, Yes, sir. Um, I have a question today um, about um, the Bible says that it's going to be worse in the day than Sodom and Gomorrah. So I was wondering, uh, now I I want to ask you all first off, was it legal for those guys to actually, when they were trying to uh, take over lots at home, and if that was legal, would the Bible be saying that we would have to actually look look forward to having to uh, prepare for actual lawlessness of homosexuality in the land? Is that was it's implying? I just, that's why I was going to ask you all today. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Maurice. I have no no idea if it was legal or not. Well... Sometimes people like to say that that was some type of a custom that they would take part in. I don't know if it was legal or not either. But concerning our times, when it talks about lawlessness, it does talk about that in Matthew 24. Jesus talks about because of the lawlessness in the world that people's hearts will grow code. It will grow code toward one another. It will grow code toward the Word of God uh, because of the lawlessness that they see in the land. And, you know, we have to be real careful with that because that was a warning i believe to believers because jesus was telling us that so that we would understand when that began to happen and we have to be real careful that this kind of stuff doesn't get in our spirit and and make us have the wrong attitude toward uh what what is going on uh, we can't get that hateful spirit we've got to continue to have joy and peace and love and uh, you know, the fruits of the spirit, because that's how we're going to win people in this time. Yeah, we're going to see things that um, might irritate us. I get a little frustrated with things sometimes because I I just, I, to me, it doesn't make sense. So uh, things that don't make sense to me like this, uh, it just really irritates me. And so I have to check myself. I have to repent every now and then for, you know, the way I feel about Every stuff. now and then,
0: you're doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yes, I, I mean, we just have to be real careful. But that lawlessness, yes, is going to be the, the theme of the time that we're in, and we are getting there very quickly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for that.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you, Maurice, for your call. We appreciate it very much. Let's go to Amanda in Alabama. Amanda, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, welcome. You're on the show.
8: Oh, okay. I was sure you could hear me. How's it going?
0: We're good. How are you?
8: Oh, I'm wonderful and blessed. Wonderful.
0: You've got about 90. 90s...
8: with you guys. <laughs> I did talk with the late Pastor Baxter. Mm-hmm. And I just have a really quick question on Zechariah 1 8. I had to actually call him um two or three times and he eventually got around to it but I first want to tell you before you answer
0: well hey you, you've he got about you've got about 60 seconds before we're out of time okay, he Just told want to let me you know he was
8: afraid to give me an answer on Zechariah 1 8 about the speckled horse I was wondering if you guys wanted to give me your take on it
0: well, boy, if he said that, I sure am not going there. <laughs> oh
8: wow! Okay.
0: No,
1: well, I'm I'm messing with you, but I, I don't know what he meant. I wish I could ask him. Yeah, I I haven't ever studied it out, Amanda, so I couldn't really give you a good answer on it either. I I know See, that it
8: was through the late Pastor Baxter that I learned where what all the colors of mm-hmm. the horses of Revelation meant. All right. Until I came upon the speckled horse, and then I was puzzled.
1: Yeah, and well, he
8: had an answer, but he was afraid to say. He said,
1: "Hmm, well, <laughs> like Vince said, man, if Pastor Baxter said that, I've never heard him so say I
0: that. I have no idea what that meant. Yeah, um, yeah but
8: I'll I try to that Him out. on air uh, the last year that he was living with us here on our earth.
1: Well, you know, verse 11 says that the angel answered and, and said that um, these are those who walked to and fro through the earth and beheld all the earth was spit, smitten still and it is at rest. So I don't know. I had to study that out. I haven't ever studied that before. So maybe we can study it and answer another day. We'll have to because we are out of time. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Don't forget to go to endtime.com, watch.endtime.com hours of content and also don't forget to go to endtime.com slash future
5: This has been End of the Age brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-ENDTIME That's one 800 363 8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.